Break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. Join Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis with their host, Cindy Bell, the voice of the people. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Welcome, everyone, to the Doctor's Nutrition Show. My name is Cindy Bell, and I am your host. And very pleased to introduce to you today Dr. Stephen Lewis and Janet Lewis with Doctor's Nutrition. How is everyone out there doing? Somewhere close to wonderful. Well, good. Wonderful. wonderful. Well, we have a very great show today. We're going to be talking about, I'm sure you've heard about, the paleo diet. The paleo diet, is it a fad or fiction? Right. You know, there's already always so many diets that we come across, and paleo's been uh, probably the best one that we've had so far, and Dr. Lewis is going to set all of them straight. <laughs> so it is a good one. Yeah, for the most part, it is. You know, the problem, I, th- I think one of the problems is some people... Like a man with a remote control. <laughs> I don't want to know what's on. I want to know what else is on. And a lot of people will start something only to go with a new fad. And and I've seen that happen with Dr. Oz and with Oprah because people come in, have you heard of this and this and this? I say, yeah, Dr. Oz must be talking about it. Well, Oprah's not skinny anymore. That's, that's the issue because how many times have we seen Oprah lose weight only to gain it back again until the next new author comes along and she promotes his book and his way of thinking the problem is folks that yeah you can diet and restrict this and go up on this but you've got to get to the point where you're comfortable so that it's something that you're happy with and you're able to maintain and and paleo is good but to a large degree it's just a rehash of atkins and then that's what it sounded like to me. Then there's something that I personally think is better. It's Primal Mind, Primal Body. That's the name of the book. And it goes beyond paleo. I mean, paleo is a little bit too strict for me. And I'm telling you, folks, you shouldn't have to get your blood typed to know how to eat correctly because there's that blood type <laughs> diet. Is Well, if that is applicable, why do all blood types get cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, da 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 and it's got nothing to do with your blood type. And although I think there's a little bit of truth in that, the problem, folks, is that people tell a little bit of the truth and then they kind of extrapolate from there and it's like, yeah, but you're distorting the heck out of what you're hearing. So, you know, you have to have good sense. Janet and I, you know, I don't eat totally grain-free or gluten-free, but I know what my limits are. And I know if I gain two pounds, whoops, I was too sinful over the weekend. That way I can stay down in the 170s. Hmm. Now, I used to weigh over 200 pounds. I never weighed that much. but I did when I was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and your baby weighed 50 pounds when it came out right no but it, it went away in six you know by the time my six-week check it was almost all gone it was bizarre but i did i weighed a bunch you know there's just so many things and, and you know we'll talk a little bit about what it takes just to have the attitude to get well so many people jump on the wagon but they don't stay there yeah and many times they all want to know well, what does this cost to do this in here 
well, you know what? Eating the right things is free. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, it costs more to eat organic. No, it doesn't. If you figure out what it costs to eat that junk food and the highly processed food, the things that turn to simple sugars too fast, and, and it's sugar and high fructose corn syrup and simple carbohydrates that's making the whole world fat, it's not more expensive. It's not the cost of what does it cost to do this. It's what's it going to cost you if you don't. What's the cost of heart disease? Oops, I had, yeah, we had a guy the other day who says, well, I want to get my first heart attack out of the way. And I said, well, Bubba, what? Bubba, hey, 40 or 50% of the people that have their first heart attack don't get it out of the way. They make a real pretty corpse at age 40. It takes you with them. Jeez. Who says that? I don't know, but there's a lot of stupidity going on sometimes. It's like, I'm trying my best to avoid one. So, you know, we'll see. No, I mean, just, no. I can't imagine. If you go to the hospital for something simple, it costs you a fortune. So I can't imagine going for something major. I've got an old friend that ignored her risk of heart attack and stroke on her CRP, and she went four years and had a heart attack. And she called, and she wanted to talk to me and say all those mushy things, and uh, she's because she knew she's going to die on the operating table. And I said, "Well, you better not die because you know you got a really great husband. You're going to leave him with a quarter million dollar bill." She said, "But it's so expensive to do your stuff." And I said, "Well, you still drink every day. You still." smoke two or three packs of cigarettes, and you still roll a joint and smoke it every day. Don't tell me my stuff was expensive. And now she had to have two heart surgeries and then later a pacemaker. She still feels terrible, 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 terrible. So she's about $500,000 in debt and still feels bad. You can't tell me my stuff was expensive because you could have probably avoided a lot of that. Oh, it's going to take a while to reverse what she's been doing to herself. I mean, <laughs> she said, well, I knew smoking was going to get me, but she said, I didn't know it's going to be this soon. And I <laughs> said, well, baby, how long you been smoking? She says, 35 years. <laughs> a few packs a day. She's lucky she made it that long. Good health costs you a little bit, but disease will bankrupt you. Mm-hmm. Good decisions, you know, go a long way. Well, that's it. Wisdom. Yeah, there's so many people out there that just want the magic pill or one round of our stuff and hope that they're all better. I talked to to a lady today, actually, and she was like, well, my husband doesn't really feel any better. He's been on y'all stuff for six weeks. Well, I find out he's on four prescription medications to help him sleep. And I looked at the side effects of it and I'm like. Well, this could be a reason why things aren't going the way you'd like. And she said, and he's all broke out with whelps. And I said, and how long has he had that? Years. That's the side effect or or the possible side effect of the medications. Right. And or yeast. She didn't think that was weird that he had whelps all over him. And I'm thinking, well, he's been on it six weeks, but it should be gone now. So I tell people. If we we can pull a rabbit out of a hat, why didn't you start here first? And, you know, I had a a physician's assistant one time says, well, she didn't like doctor's nutrition. Because we're saying medicine is wrong. No, medicine is not wrong. Medicine and the medical profession, they save our bacon. They're wonderful. I admire them because there's some brilliant, brilliant people out there, and there are people that care very deeply. But what we do, we get the medical failures, and out of that we get most of those well. So it's not about this versus that. It's about what we can do together to make you people feel better and, and live better and you know be a blessing to other people. Yeah. We all have something very valuable to give, medical, chiropractic, nutritional, you know, optometry. They all contribute. 
Right. So there's no magic pill. Now, the diet stuff, you can eat a lot better, and paleo really does help you do that. Yes. It's basically eating lean meats, fruits, and vegetables, and it gives you different ways to cook things made with different things that are not so offensive, that are not genetically modified, uh, like almond flour and that kind of stuff. It is more expensive to make these things, and it does taste a little bit different, but your taste buds are what got you there in the first place. So More it's, expensive than a $5 Happy Meal? You know, I wanted to take the billboard that I saw outside in front of our office that said McDonald's, and I, I wanted to just write on there with a Sharpie, if you're eating there, you need to be here with a line drawn down. And I thought, well, that'd be a lot of people that eat yeah, there. That, that would pretty much explain everything. So yep. uh, you need the nutrition in order to go down the road for fuel. And for getting well, it takes a minimum of three months and a month for every year you've been sick so it doesn't happen overnight not like medicine does where they put the duct tape on the old light and it goes off we get to the root of the problem and that takes a bit longer but the effects are better yes and we have a big announcement we're going to make when we come back after the break so everybody have your little pen and papers out because it's a very um interesting that's right. Very interesting. Something we've not on. talked about before. Something we've not talked about before. <laughs> that is so true. And um, we always appreciate you joining us on Saturdays. But um, while we're out on the break, why don't you go to doctorsnutrition.org. All of our radio programs are there and podcasts. They can sign up for podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, as usual, you can always go to Facebook. They're happy to answer you back. So we'll be back in just one minute. There will be more of the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis and their host, Cindy Bell, after we pause for a short commercial break. Welcome back to the Doctor's Nutrition Show, where you'll receive honest info and keys to improve health. And now with more of today's show, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis with their host, Cindy Bell. Thank you again for joining us. Um, you know, we, we enjoy so much what we do and, and, and doing these radio programs and bringing all this wonderful information to you and, and the help that Doctors Nutrition can give you. But this will be our second to the last show. Mm-hmm. So next week will be our last show. And uh, we are going to miss... Um, being invited into your world every Saturday, but um, we've got other things, podcasts going on that are going to be able to be listened to on the um, Doctors Nutrition website, which is doctorsnutrition.org. So you're invited into our world where you're always welcome. That's right. Right. So, uh, you know, if you can't hear us here on Saturday mornings, you can always go on our website because we're going to going to be putting up fresh content um, every week of Dr. Lewis speaking about different subjects, which you all know is very entertaining at times, <laughs> actually, and myself. Actually, I intend to put out uh, a lot more podcasts. They're going to be a little bit shorter and hopefully easier to digest and assimilate. But, you know, I can, uh, you know, talk 15 to 30 minutes, and we're going to use the the topic of the week or topic of the day, some of the things you see scrolling across Good Morning America that may be a flawed study, but they don't tell you that. And I'm going to try my best to educate you so that you can have a discerning spirit about what to listen to, 
who to listen to, and what's the whole truth. Yeah, so, um, you know, we invite you to be a part of our experience, which we don't want to lose you. So um, there are different ways that you can make sure that you're a part of what we have going on. And one of them is to go online, register to be a user on there, on our site, because if you do that, uh, we're going to start having weekly newsletters to keep you informed. Uh, we're actually going to have a product of the month where we explain what's uh what's on sale and what it does and why you need it or product Uh, of the week if uh, it's popular right always right so uh, there's gonna be different ways that we're going to be keeping in touch with you so we're not leaving you we're just opening other doors for you to join us that uh, might might be actually more advantageous because you don't have to listen at a certain time you can listen to it anytime and you can also tell your friends about it but you do need to get good at podcast and it's they need to kind of sign up for that that's right right. Mm -hmm. when you go on our website there's a tab on there that says podcast and that's at uh, doctorsnutrition.org drsnutrition.org click on the podcast tab and you'll see all of the shows we've done on ktbb and others and um, you'll start noticing that the freshest ones will be first, and those are the ones that you will click on and listen to. So it's just a different format um, as a way for us to get out there a little bit better to your to to everyone, a little bit broader reach. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, they'll still be on Facebook. That's right. So you know you can always contact them on Facebook. You can call them on the telephone. They're still going to be here and available by online Facebook. And and the phone and know. and blog have phones and blogging. We're learning oh, about blogging. blogging. So uh, Doctor Lewis will actually be writing some things about what's going on, and you can write back and interact with him. So hey, uh, we'll actually probably be a little bit more available than what we are now for you. Yeah, it's That's really going to free up time for us to to be more one on one. That's right. So uh, it's something you have to do when when you get busier. That's you've got to mm-hmm. take some time to take better care of the patients that are coming in so, right yeah. right because we want to make sure that we take we take care of everybody that we have and we don't uh, lose anybody and we keep them informed of what's happening because there are many across the country believe it or not that actually come in to see us and uh, we're trying to figure out a way in it to keep them in touch with us also because uh, so many of y'all have referred friends and family from all across the country and uh, we just need a way to make it where they can hear things, too. And we don't have to say it over and over again. So, right. So the best thing to do is uh, a podcast. So, so spread the word. Spread the word. And while you're spreading the word, make sure you're eating correctly. And Dr. Lewis, talk to you about that. Yeah. You know, one of the things Janet didn't mention earlier, she didn't say anything about fat. And that's a highly contested idea. You know, we, we all say lean meats, fruits, vegetables, and, you know, seeds and nuts, not grains. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, prehistoric things that uh, the scientists have done, and they've looked at the climate change where it gets warmer and colder and warmer and colder. Uh, global warming is a farce, by the way. If you talk to different meteorologists, they say, well, all they did was throw out uh, the records that would make it look like it's kind of the same in a regular cycle. And, and that's real true in science, too. Sometimes they throw out the research that would go in conflict of what you're trying to prove. Like, you know, they've done that over and over again. So look at who's funding the study. There is no global warming. There's just 
climate changes that are normal just a fluctuations. Cycle, isn't it? Just a, you know, it just yeah. has cycles it goes through. And they've got cycles going back as much as 420,000 years from the Vostok study from Antarctica. 420,000 years, and it's never varied more than 18 degrees Celsius. Never. But going up and down, you know, that's normal. So fat, let's talk about fat. Let's do. Yeah, let you talk about fat. Us women don't like it, so go ahead. Well, you know, the easiest way to burn fat is to eat more fat, and it does have to be the good fat. It's not corn oil, canola, cottonseed. You know, stay away from that stuff. But, uh, you know, there's studies that goes back as, as much as 50,000 years that says there was a complete lack of any plant material in the diets of different subjects. And fat is the prime commodity for the concentrated nutrient and energy value. So there's more calories in a gram of fat than in a gram of carbs. Okay, you've got to consider that. And, and there's exhaustive work that's almost 100 years old that's just now being validated and put up there like it should have been almost 100 years ago. Uh, it's the most efficient, it's the most dense, and it's the most prolonged burning fuel. It's very essential for all sorts of bodily processes, but most importantly, the functioning of the human brain. The higher the fat intake, again, it has to be good fats, and we can talk about that from time to time, the larger the volume of the brain, thus smarter people. So eat oh. bacon. Is that what I got out of that? Uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> How about the fat on your steak? Absolutely. That is the best part. Now, we've talked about grass-fed versus grain-fed. You know, I mean, there's good fats and bad fats. No, but I don't know about my beef, though. You do know. not be afraid of animal fat. And now there's gobs of studies coming through that says, yeah, it's really not as bad uh, as they say. And, and, you know, there's conflicting reports on cholesterol. If you're interested in that, go read something called the Framingham Study. I think it's the processed fatty meats that are not good. You yeah. mean like that lunch meat stuff? Yeah, yeah. bologna. Because they're full of nit- nitrites. Nitrites, nitrites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BHT, BHA, you know, MSG, all those other letters. High <laughs> fructose corn syrup, additives. In meat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the processed mm-hmm. stuff. Vienna sausages. Yeah. Oh, geez, who's going to eat that mess? Besides well, the those things grow on trees. Does. We were down in we were down in Fort Worth, and somebody had little cans of them hanging on trees yeah. that were open. I bet spam's <laughs> not good for you either. Yeah, we were oh, going to the Fort Worth gun show, and there was empty cans of Vienna sausages. And I took a picture and sent it to Janet's brother, and I said, "Does that remind you of anything?" And he texted back and said, "Yeah, it reminds me of home when I was a child." Mm-hmm. And my by dad the way, would take that one when we go fishing. It was a good gun sardines, show, too. Sardines, crackers, and now, sardines, sausages. Sardines are actually good because they have high omega-3s. I know they may taste a little yucky. They may smell even yuckier. They're swimming in that nasty oil, and it's just well, love them. <laughs> it depends on where they come from because uh, our fish oil comes from anchovies and sardines that come out of Sweden and Norway. So it's much more clean there than the Gulf of Mexico. Hmm. But, see, they're small fish, so they don't have time to accumulate the toxins like a larger fish, like a tuna or mackerel or swordfish or shark. Those things are nasty because they have time, so much time to bioaccumulate all that. And then they eat the little fishes, and they concentrate the mercury, the dioxins, and the benzenes, and the PCBs, and all those other things. Hmm. So only use your fish oil. 
Yep. That's there right. we go. And <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. There will be more of the Doctors Nutrition Show with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis and their host, Cindy Bell, after we pause for a short commercial break. Welcome back to the Doctors Nutrition Show, where you'll receive honest info and keys to improve health. And now with more of today's show, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis with their host, Cindy Bell. And we're back. Thank you again for joining us today. If you missed our topic, we are talking about the paleo diet and whether it is fad or fiction. Mm-hmm. It's mostly uh, a really good thing to do. And, you know, I've recommended a lot of people read the book. Uh, I like the one uh, Primal Body and Primal Mind much better. Uh, I think it's eh, a little it more a little true. like the caveman diet. I yeah. wish you folks could see his book over there. He's literally earmarked every single page in it, and sometimes twice. They're all there's yellow sticky notes. Yeah, all there, over. there's he y'all must did, have went through a whole thing of sticky notes from Sam's. Y'all, y'all didn't think I got this out of my head, did you? Or no, it didn't come from anywhere else either. No, he reads nine hundred books a day. Uh, he's all over. You it. know, the brain actually prefers to use ketones. I mean, there are people that get neurodegenerative diseases and the neurologist will put you on a ketogenic diet, which means your brain's going to function better if you've got a neurodegenerative disease like Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's and that kind of stuff. Uh, Because it's energy-producing byproducts, but it comes from the metabolism of fats. There's so much evidence in, in all the research, or at least most of the research, if it's done correctly and fairly, Uh, that cardiovascular disease, elevated triglycerides, obesity, hypertension or high blood pressure, diabetes and hypoglycemia, and also cancer is a product of excess carbohydrates, not excess fats. And I've read a study that said no fats causes cancer. No, it doesn't. Now, it may be if it's got the bioaccumulated toxins in a confined animal feeding operation, you know, the the genetically modified grains that are fed cows and pigs. But there's also lots of studies that says, you know, Eskimos never, 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 never had a case of cancer. And that's when they were eating about 50 to 60 percent fat in their diet because they're eating seal blubber and whale blubber. Do they cook that? I don't know. I've never dated an Eskimo. I dated a lot of girls before Janet. You know, I, I just envision that, this big old slab. Of, you know, I've seen that. And it's like, like that big old slab of fat on Oprah, you know, that she well, brought out in that wagon. You know, But they're not thin people. They're not thin people. Well, maybe maybe they had bacon that's three foot uh, across and, well, you know, two you inches it. thick. I still don't want to eat bacon when it hasn't been <laughs> fried or something. I don't know. I'll have to ask all my Eskimo friends, which I have Let's none. Have call in, because I'd like to know if you just sit down to a big old piece of blubber. and Right from the igloo. Could y'all please phone it? in some fashion. But, you know, there's there's a lot of studies that says... Uh, people with cholesterol levels between 244 and 294, the rate of coronary heart disease actually declined. But used to, the parameters on these labs says that under 300 was fine, and now it's got to be under 200 or no, 199. I think it's like 150, isn't it? 
I don't know. They change them from time to time. Yeah. You know, the total cholesterol. Now, they're, but I remember when 250 was perfect. Yeah. And, and there's good cholesterol and bad cholesterol and all that. And, you know, the important part is get the good cholesterol up and, you know, get the ratios down to a reasonable level. So if people are wondering exactly what the paleo diet is. Here's the ground rules of it. It's all lean meats, fish, and seafood that you can eat. Hopefully not seafood out of the Gulf of Mexico with all the... It's not just the oil that tore it up. It was the surfactants when they were trying to dissolve the, the oil. And here, and here's my problem with eating all the meats that you can eat because I am a type A blood type. <clears throat> well, O's can... I love meat. Well, O's can I'm break a, it down I'm better. positive. But a lot of people, including myself, felt like there was a rock sitting in my stomach after I've eaten it because it's so hard to digest. But, but why now, do you have to eat lean? I thought we could have fat. You can. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's not the fat from grain fed. But now, Janet, you're right. You don't digest that real well. So what has been the answer for you and Kimberly? Betaine, hydrochloric acid, which with is something pepsin. with pepsin, which is something that you had as a youth. And it's what allowed you to get by with eating more of the wrong kinds of food because you could break it down. Well, you know, and we've said many times before that when you get that burping, belching acid reflux, most of the time it's not enough acid rather than too much. And I've had people that say, well, I'm on Prilosec and Nexium. I said, well, I'm a chiropractor. I'm not going to take you off a drug. That would be illegal and stupid. But here, here's some hydrochloric acid. Eat one with a meal. If it doesn't burn your stomach, you don't have too much. Now, eat two with the second meal, three with the third meal. And I've only had two people in all these years that said, yeah, it burned my stomach. I said, well, great. You don't need it. Everybody else did. You know what's interesting, though, is that now that we have added in hydrochloric acid, which you're not supposed to do more than about four to five per meal, but Kimberly, who works here, and I have discovered that she's up to 10 per meal, and I'm up to eight, and we're still not being burned. They're like a man. A little bit's good, oh, more's see. better. More's better. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, what, and what's happened Don't is... Don't do that without our help, please, folks. Which we And we didn't realize this, but now that we're doing it, we've realized that now we have an actual feeling of we're hungry and we have stomach uh, grumbling like you used to have when you would get hungry. We haven't had that in years. It's like, well, we could eat, but it never really, it never grumbled, growled, you know. Spring weight loss on both of them. Yeah. And Janet's a little bitty girl anyway. Kimberly's, Kimberly's already down lost. a bunch. Yeah, Kimberly's already lost some more. She was down 40-something pounds, and then it kind of stalled. And then we realized we had taken the hydrochloric acid out. And when we put it back in, she's lost another four pounds. Oh. That's exciting. So, uh, on the paleo, you eat a lot of meat. Yeah, you eat a lot of meat. So, if you can't digest it, then you'll consider well, doing the hydrochloric acid. It does a little bit, but not. it's not got enough of the hydrochloric acid in it okay. straight. Alzheimer's a good general multi different types of uh, enzymes. Uh, oh, the other thing that's on the uh, ground rules of the paleo diet is. Um, all the fruits and non-starchy vegetables you can eat. That's very important to get that up to about 30 to 40% of your diet because they are alkaline-forming foods. Tell people what non-starchy vegetables are. Well, if it's a potato, you can't have it. If it's a grain... Tomatoes you, and carrots. Uh, they're fine, except carrots do kind of turn to sugar a little bit quick. Yeah. What about corn? Corn. Corn ain't a vegetable, folks. It's a grain, and it's got a genetically modified bacterial toxin spliced into it. So corn is one of the most toxic things you can put in your mouth. What about cereal? It's a grain. 
No cereal on the diet. I don't eat cereal. Hey, if your kids have ADD, ADHD, quit giving them cereal and Pop-Tarts for breakfast and cook them bacon and eggs and watch them change. And throw in some fat, like throw some coconut oil in with those scrambled eggs. Uh, no legumes. Beans, no beans. Oh, man, I love my black-eyed peas. That's right. (laughs) Hey, that's another one. If you take the right digestive enzymes, you won't have that problem with the beans. We do have digestive enzymes that decrease Mm -hmm. flatulence, Mm -hmm. folks, and it gives Jeff Foxworthy less to talk about. There are digestive enzymes ultra, and they work awesome. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Uh, no dairy products, Ugh. and and that's why I don't that's really, t- I don't totally, I, like I don't totally agree with the paleo diet. That's why I go for the primal mind, primal body, because I think a little bit of good cheese, proper yogurt, not that sugary oh junk God. they sell. What about cottage cheese? Yeah, I like cottage cheese too. Cottage cheese makes you fat because I've never seen anybody eating it except fat people. So what I'm about, sure it makes you fat. What about Greek yogurt? Because everybody asks you, what about Greek yogurt? Well, what about it, it? It, it tastes just like the other mess. It depends on <laughs> the sugar and the high fructose corn syrup content. Now, Greek yogurt usually has twice as much protein, but people get hung up on high protein, high protein. They blow their kidneys if they go too high protein too long. You need to go high fat, but you need to make sure it's good fat, folks. Mm-hmm. That's very important. There is a distinction if you don't know the difference. Avocados are good fat. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nuts. Jan and I went to California, and they were eating very, very correctly there. And we walked into a restaurant, and people looked at us like we were lepers because we were some of the ugliest people in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought we looked, we thought we looked pretty good here till we went over there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we need a little help. <laughs> they eat, they eat much more correctly yes, in California. They do. And I know it's a land of fruits and well, nuts, but they're healthy. Any little town you go in, they have these. Farmers market, wonderful yeah. food, oh, yes. fresh food. They grow this butter right. lettuce that will just yeah. melt, and I mean, yeah. they've got some amazing yes, produce. So you know, support your local farmer. There's a lot of them around here that's growing organic or near organic, and it's very highly fertilized, but not with the unnatural synthetic fertilizer. Mm. And, and you can taste the difference. And then finally, no processed foods. That's the last part. No of Twinkies it. and Snickers and Bluebell. So when you eat good all day long, don't be a closet eater and go get those things at night. Janet told me today to quit eating Bluebell. <laughs> I'm not a closet eater. I eat it in front of her. <laughs> I just want Bluebell every now and then. And, and I, I was, think that's okay every now and then, right? But we're going to address that when we come back because we're time to take another break. There will be more of the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis and their host, Cindy Bell, after we pause for a short commercial break. Welcome back to the Doctor's Nutrition Show, where you'll receive honest info and keys to improve health. And now with more of today's show, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis with their host, Cindy Bell. We're back. Thank you again for joining us this morning. We're talking a little bit about um, some of the newest diets, the paleo diet, and what it consists of. But I did want to tell you a little bit about Doctor's Nutrition and what makes them different. Uh, They don't do a cookie-cutter approach here. They like to look at blood panels, and they test everyone. Excuse me. Yes, my throat's cut. Because there's a lot of people eating well because of the things we've mentioned. They're going, hey, I've eaten like that, but I still can't lose weight. I still have problems. Right. And that's where the lab work comes in. 
and they have different panels of lab work. Like they have one for weight loss, and they have then a ten panel, uh, and and it's so. And you're thinking, oh, blood work that's so expensive. No, it's not. Tell them, Janet. Yeah, the executive panel that's more for people that have like just they just want general health or they have heart issues in their family. Uh, like heart attack, stroke, that kind of thing. We have one that's $143. That is regularly $3,000 at your doctor's office. And with our new Obamacare system, it might be more than that. That's right. Uh, We do that for $143 cost. We don't do insurance. That's why it is that cheap. your doctor can order it because insurance companies have their hands tied. So be... We hear a lot of people bad-mouthing their doctor. It's not their fault. No. I promise you it's not. No, it's not. And then and their job just got harder. That's oh, right. yeah. And then we've also got another panel that Cindy talked about, the stress and weight loss panel, that's more for people that can't seem to lose weight. And it's 10 panels also. Uh the big ones are the thyroid panel, the free T3, the cortisol, which is your adrenal function. So if you're tired out there, that's a huge one um, that you might want to consider is doing the adrenals. And we can also add the hormones on. On a man, testosterone. On a woman, it's testosterone, oh, 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 oh. estrogen, and progesterone for oh, only 75 right. more dollars. Tim Allen's in the building. So. We have a variety of options, and our consultations are always free, and we use labs so that we're not guessing, because we don't want you to be like Mary Sue that went down the road to get her product because Linda Jane told her this would work, and it doesn't. Got to take these persimmon seeds, because it helped me, and what helps her probably will not help you. And You know, they mentioned uh, exercise and can't lose weight. Well, one of the reasons is you're still fueling your body with too many carbohydrates that turns to sugar. You know, we've said before that you've got to get your carbohydrate intake somewhere under 50 to 75, depending on what book you read. There's, I've heard 60 and 62 and 72 and 75. So you've got to go high fat, but again, it has to be the right kind of fat. Stay the heck away from canola oil, safflower oil, uh, corn oil, cottonseed oil, peanut oil. Stay away from it. Yeah, we had a lady, uh, her husband came in today and he's just, frustrated because she has fatty liver disease she's really sick because she's been eating bad for many years and that's a result of carbohydrates Mm -hmm. not fat that's right and he said well i keep taking all this stuff you're giving me but she aches so bad what is wrong and i said did she change her diet and he said no not really I said she's going to die a very slow, miserable death if you don't change that because sugar and carbohydrates create inflammation in the body. And they were both diabetics. He reversed it and she didn't. Right. And so, you know, you need to start now while you can and not wait for for that bad diagnosis and then say, hey, you know, I'm ready to do something now. Now I want to fix it. Right. So let me talk a little bit about the importance of fats. And again, it has to be the good fat. There's omega 3s, 6s, and 9s, and all that. And we're way, way low on omega 3s. That doesn't just come from fish oil, although that's a good place to start. Things that can happen just from a uh, low fat or not enough fat in your diets ADD, ADHD, dyslexia, depression, weight gain, heart disease, allergies, arthritis, violent tendencies. Memory problems, cancer, eczema, inflammatory diseases, diabetes, dry skin, dandruff. Um, you, let me, you sound like one of those commercials on one of the uh, prescription that, medications. That thing at the bottom. Yeah, it goes so fast that well, I read it. Postpartum <laughs> depression, alcoholism, Crohn's disease, irritable bowel, cirrhosis of the liver, PMS, hypoglycemia, cravings for carbohydrates and sweets, non-cancerous breast disease, ulcerative colitis, and that's about half of them. So, folks... It's not about wow. fat. You got to have good fat and a lot of it. Mm. 
So go home and eat your coconut oil. Yeah, coconut oil. Organic. Organic. Don't be buying stuff at the big box stores that don't say organic on it. And, and you know, Janet cooks a lot with pecan and walnut oil and rice Mm -hmm. bran oil. It's really good. Olive oil's good. But some people think you're supposed to be cooking with it. Olive oil's not that stable at high temperatures. Are these others? Yeah. Yeah. Pecan oil is. Pecan oil is. And it makes a great. I peanut oil is, but I don't think peanut oil is probably. It's not good for you. Pecan oil is. It sure do taste good. It sure does. (laughs) Pecan oil makes a great trip over to uh, Louisiana to pick it up, too. Because we have to go over there to get it. Just have to. That's Just right. have to go to Louisiana. Uh, and sometimes we go to southern Mississippi to get our pecan oil. There and we go. Get some of that southern Mississippi sweet tea that'll put you in a diabetic coma. It is It is hard to beat that, that's for sure. But you don't have to let it beat you. So like we were saying earlier in the show, this is our second to the last show. So next week will be our last show. We are going to miss speaking with y'all every day, but or every every week, every Saturday. But we're trying to teach you how to eat now so that That's we right. won't leave you on a bad note. You'll know what to eat. And, and we are not going to be leaving you. There's right. still yeah. ways to... I'm signed up for, uh, I think, four podcasts a week. I don't know if I'm going to get it done, but I'm going to put out more information in more total time than what you're getting here. That's exactly so, right. All you have to go to is doctorsnutrition.org, which is drsnutrition.org. And um, write down their phone number. You know, they're in the book. Eight seven seven six six three one zero zero eight. If you're not local, and if you are, nine zero three six six three one zero zero eight. And they're on the loop in Longview, so you can always come by and say hello. They're right across from Home Depot. Yeah, we're still here, just in a different format. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, today we're talking about the paleo diet and all the different things that you need to do to. Make yourself feel better. You can start with changing the way you eat, but nutrition is always a good thing. You need to supplement with that. Yes, that's exactly right. So, Dr. Lewis, have you got any final words for us? Yeah. You know, go into your Bible and look at Proverbs eighteen nine, and it talks about taking care of yourself. The problem is we live our life forward, but we only understand it backwards, so it's best just to get a good coach, somebody you love, somebody you trust, and go from there. And somebody, hopefully, that makes you laugh, because that's one of our goals also, is to liven it up and make it a life worth living. So we would always ask that God give you joy in your eyes, love in your heart, and laughter upon your lips. Thank you for joining us today on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. And remember, you can download all our shows free of charge on iTunes. Additional resources are also available at our website, www.drsnutrition.org. 